Welcome to Wellbeing Wednesdays. My name is Courtney Weaver and I'm your host. I'm also the director over at WellWVU here at West Virginia University. Today, joining me once again is an RHC here at WVU, which stands for Residence Health Coordinator, in case you don't know, but that's Angela Delphine. Angela, welcome back. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you for having me, Courtney. Yes. And for those of our just rabid, rabid fans. We'll remember Angela from last semester coming on to promote her and Patrick, a fellow RHC's podcast, Towers Talk, which y'all are still doing, right? Yes, we are. We kicked off our latest season and those episodes drop every Tuesday morning. Woo! Oh, that's good. Towers Talk Tuesday. Yep. (laughs) All right. So we're here, we're having you back today to talk a little bit about self-care during the pandemic and particularly your own self-care journey. So to start off, why don't you tell us a little bit more about what you struggled with most during the pandemic? Oh man, a lot. I think like everyone else. For me, it was hard to navigate. So I've been an RHC here at WVU for two years now, but I've done this type of role for like seven years now. And so obviously I like what I do if I've been doing it for this long. And for me, um, there were a lot of parts of my job, um, like planning events for students or just having students stop by my office to say hi that um, make me love what I do. And I lost, you know, a lot of those kind of normal things that that helped with my why I'm passionate about my job, right? Like, those are my reminders of, oh, like, this is why I do what I do. I think also, uh, you know, I, um, I planned a wedding (laughs) during the pandemic last year. And, uh, you know, I made it. Uh, I'm married. I got married in October. But I think that there were I'm a big planner. And so I was really challenged by all of my plans getting thrown out the window um, and having to completely redo things. And I think that, um, you know, I learned a lot about just kind of uh, rolling with it, even though that's challenging for me as someone super type A. So yeah, there, I think we've all struggled in very different ways, but I think they were very new and unique struggles. Right. Well, something that I noticed with a lot of friends is that those who are more extroverted, um, who require, like need that kind of person to person interaction, were really struggling, especially in the beginning part of the pandemic. And, And maybe it's less so now as we figure out like how to connect with people virtually. But I mean, are you an extrovert? And if you are, like, did you find that struggle was too real for you? <laughs> so um, this may be a surprise. I'm actually really ambiverted. Um, and so I I could talk your ear off if I, I mean, as you figured out, Courtney and I were totally talking for like 10 minutes before we started this. But for my kind of recharging of energy, I am actually a homebody. I like just reading books. I, I play Animal Crossing on my Switch. We were just talking about that. And so I think that I missed social interaction and just going and having a meal with friends like I normally did. Um, But I don't know that I struggled as much as other folks who are not homebodies and are used to just kind of being out and about all the time. Yeah, I'm definitely more of an introverted person, which some people find surprising. Um, But so to be honest, my life didn't change too, too much once the lockdown (laughs) started. Well, it also didn't help that I was relatively still new to the area. So it's not like I had an established friend group that I would hang out with all the time. It was just like, it was me kind of figuring things out and I'm still figuring it out. Yeah. I'll just, you know, spend a lot of time by myself, which I don't mind so much. 
but I yeah. feel like the extroverts, <laughs> my sister's extroverted and I know she probably is driving her husband up a wall, but <laughs> um, so uh, talk to us a little bit about what you did to take care of yourself during the pandemic. Yeah. Um, I think that, you know, for a while when the weather was nice, um, I got a bike and I started biking a lot on the rail trail. Really enjoy that. Um, I cannot wait for it to stop being cold so I can go biking again. Um, I also uh, got a dog, so um, very dramatic, you know, step. But in April, um, my husband and I, now husband and I, um, we were just like, you know, life is too short. And we knew we wanted a dog for a while. And so um, for those who are in towers, everyone knows Daisy the Beagle. But um, I think that having a pet has been very helpful. I have to go outside and walk her. And so I like have to be active every day in some capacity, even if it's a walk or two around the block. So she helps a lot with uh, my mental health and just kind of bringing me joy when I'm having like the most stressful days ever. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, you know, in general, with self care as well, um, when you're working from home, or um, maybe just not working in the normal capacity of having like in person meetings, uh, I found that it's easier to just sit on your computer and do work for really long periods of time when you like, maybe you shouldn't be. Right. And so, um, for me, it was also remembering to keep that boundary of, you know, turning off my computer at a certain time and, um, you know, getting to bed at a good time and, and those kind of things. Yeah. I definitely feel the turning off the computer because at the beginning of the pandemic and then when I was doing a few other duties that were outside mm -hmm. of my normal ones, you know, uh, I required a little bit more time, but now it's like 4.45, end of the workday, my computer's turned off, My the folks who, if they need to get it to hold me after that time, if it's an emergency, text me, you have my number. Yep. But other than that, I'm not checking my email. Mm, no way. Yep. <laughs> it's hard. It is hard sometimes, uh, especially as an RHC. I think at the beginning of the year, and uh, right now I'm in a period of transition. Uh, so I'm in Lion Tower, but I'm also going to be in Bennett Tower. And um, I'm kind of overseeing both right now until we get a new RHC for Lion. But, um, you know, it's kind of been hard sometimes <laughs> to say, okay, like I, I can't really turn it off yet, but how am I going to make up that space? So uh, Saturday is my sacred day this week of doing nothing and I'm pretty excited <laughs> nice that's always that's always a good <laughs> thing to set aside for sure um so did you find I mean you talked a little bit about your your dog um are there any other new things that you discovered that you really enjoyed doing or did you often revert to some of like the old ways of self-care that you found helpful in the past um, so I definitely, I've, uh, tried a lot of new things. So one thing that uh, I think has been difficult is that I'm very close with my family and my husband's family and they, uh, they live in Pittsburgh, so we're not super far. And so not being able to just go hang out with them on weekends, like I normally would was challenging. And so, um, I find myself FaceTiming a lot more than I used to, uh, with my family. Um, and that helps. Uh, even if we don't have like a like a long conversation, we just like hang out in the living room together on FaceTime and there's just something really comforting in that. I think too, when it comes to, to maybe old habits that help with some of the anxiety, 
Um, I'm a big napper and so, um, not during the work day, but you know, whenever I have some time, um, I think that, you know, as long as you're not oversleeping, um, naps help a lot with just kind of calming some anxiety, taking a break, resting your mind. And so I take, you know, a nap with my dog on like the weekends, uh, just to kind of recharge and, uh, relax a little, uh, and then reading, I really enjoy reading, um, I like to say that I read a whole bunch during the pandemic, uh, at the beginning, I started picking up reading a lot more and that's been really healthy and, and helpful for me. Um, but I think my brain was just kind of in this exhausted crisis mode to where, uh, reading was just kind of tedious and felt like a chore and wasn't as enjoyable as it used to be. And so, um, you know, I took a lot of time to take care of myself over winter break. I took like three weeks off to just like hang out and do nothing. And so that was really, um, you know, really, it, it was good for me. And now I can kind of pick up and, and get back to, you know, feeling a little bit more normal. Yeah. I mean, you're not the first person who's, who I've heard and say that they haven't been able to concentrate on reading during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. That's not terribly surprising. Something that was helpful for me is that I previously lived in Florida and I had started a book club, like, several months before I left and since the pandemic like I've still been able to be a part of it because they're all just meeting virtually and it doesn't matter where we are so that helps like because we pick books that I probably wouldn't pick by myself because I mostly just read trash (laughs) (laughs) because it's just you know it makes you feel good so it's like yes yeah (laughs) thing that I just love and gobble up um but like the book club has sort of exposed me to some other books and still getting to see the people that I got really close with while I was in Florida is, is really nice. So yeah, but I, I understand the, the struggle to read because sometimes it does feel like homework. Yeah, it does. <laughs> like, I stopped being in school a long time ago. I don't want homework anymore. Sorry to all of our yeah. student listeners. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so with the pandemic, we we kind of lost a sense of what normal is. So how did you go about accepting that? So I think that I, I heard it, I believe, in a webinar, but someone framed this this pandemic and the way that we were feeling as um, a sense of like grieving the loss of our normal lives. And I think it, it just hadn't hit me that that like how appropriate that was to describe how we were all feeling. Um, and so, you know, for me, it was just kind of this, like, I, I, I don't even know that most of us can describe how it felt at the beginning. Um, but it just completely drained of, of all energy. And, um, I'm a very intrinsically motivated person and I just wasn't super motivated to do like anything at all. Um, and so, you know, for me, um, a lot of it was just kind of taking time to reflect and and come to terms with, okay, like we need to process through these thoughts of what you are feeling. Um, it's not normal. It's not normal to just like want to sleep and hide. Like we have to kind of, um, you know, reflect on why we feel this way. And when someone framed it as grieving that loss, that was like, oh man, like it does feel like I'm grieving, um, almost the, the death of someone. And, and so, um, I think that that helped me with taking time to say, okay, let's reflect on this. Like what are healthy ways that, um, I can try to get out of it a little bit more. And then too, just realizing that it, it wasn't fully going to go away. These feelings aren't going to go away. And, 
um, you know, we just got to function within this, this system. And so um, I think that um, I've taken a lot of time to reflect on that and just kind of uh, get back to, to a little bit more normal feeling on, on how life is going right now. Yeah, I can, I can definitely identify that. I think something that helped me was it was the pandemic was framed as a worldwide traumatic event. And so yeah. like, you need to think about it as a trauma and then be like trauma informed in our approach to like our, with our programming for students or, or whatnot that yeah. like, it is a huge trauma. Listen to your body, listen to what it's telling you. Everyone processes it differently. Some people get a lot of energy. Some people get zapped of all energy yeah, um, and everyone responds to it differently. And I think that that's what helps me a lot. Um, yeah. And that kind of goes into this um, idea of giving yourself grace. Uh, and so I, I talked about it, I know, a couple podcasts ago where I sometimes on the weekends, I, I do like to get out and exercise every day. You know, a lot of it's just like walking around the parking lot of my apartment complex, but it's still movement. Um, mm-hmm. But there are some days where I'm sitting in my robe and I'm like, I don't, I don't want to do anything. I just want to sit here. And I have to like literally give myself permission to do that. Um, so how do you give yourself grace in those times? Oh man. Uh, so I think that was a, that was a huge challenge for me um, because I feel like people were either, there was this large population that was just like, I'm going to lose all this weight and be like the most fit person ever. And then there was another population of us um, where I am in that, group of like, man, I just like can't move and I just want to eat all the snacks. And so, um, and so obviously balance is important, but, um, I think for me, it was that I had to tell myself like, okay, other people are, are going through this too. Um, and we grieve in really different ways. And, um, you know, I've, I've since bounced back from some of that unhealthy behavior. Um, but I, I think that, um, yeah, like what you said, it's giving yourself permission, right? And telling yourself um, that you're not lazy for taking a break. Um, and, uh, you know, the other thing too, especially with with work and, um, you know, I know a lot of students struggled with this with like online classes, um, accepting and, and realizing and recognizing that um, maybe your, your sense of like worth, work ethic and motivation like some days you're not going to get everything done um because of where we are mentally and like that's okay as long as you're still doing your job in some capacity like it's okay if some days look super different um and so that that was something that I really had to come to terms with but I think that that helped a lot yeah definitely uh so let's talk about like maybe the lessons learned during this pandemic and what, like, what did you learn? And then how will you take the, those lessons into post COVID life? Because there is, there is light on the horizon, you know, (laughs) it might happen. So, yeah. Oh, um, that is, that is tough. I think that, um, for me, it was a good chance for me to sit back and say, okay, like you can't do it all. Sometimes I, I think I can do it all. I try to do it all. Um, I'm a very busy person, but um, there were just some things we couldn't physically do during COVID, right? And so I think that um, it was a good opportunity for me to step back and say, okay, like, um, we're mentally in this state of crisis. What is essential right now to get done? 
um, with work? What is essential to keeping a balanced life um, as we kind of struggle to, to survive, right? Because many of our brains were just in survival mode. And so I think with that, um, you know, it's given me time to reflect on, okay, like, um, you don't have to do it all. What are things that that I enjoy doing because they make my life feel full? Um, and what are some things that maybe I can uh, let go of and, you know, maybe say, okay, I need to step back um, from this a little bit more. So definitely that that boundary uh, was important for me to see. Yeah, I, I think for me, it's, I've gotten better at giving myself permission to do things. So I would like mm-hmm. to that carry over as well, like giving myself a break if I need it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That is okay. And also, I got a bread machine and I learned how to bake bread. Yes. I'll take that. <laughs> Although I was like past the the baking trend of, I think the summer was when everyone started to bake bread. I was yeah. able to make the machine after the, near the holidays. So <laughs> that's okay. Bread's good all year round. So. That's, that's right. And I made pie for the first time too. So I'm, I'm a big. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much, Angela, for joining us today. It was really great to chat with you. And hopefully our our listeners picked up a few tidbits on self-care during a pandemic and also post-pandemic. So to all of our listeners, we really appreciate you. And we will catch you next time on Wellbeing Wednesdays.